Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome. Man, they had to send me. Hustle from Raleigh. Live from NC with your host, John and Allen. Relate to the two. You are now listening to Conversate for a few. Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew. They talking hip-hop from the late to the new. From July till June end. No Fridays for me. Tune in. Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan, and this is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Uh, what we doing today, bro? We want to talk about sampling. Is is it theft? Is it um, creative, innovative mm. way to reinvent or produce new music while paying homage to older genres of music? Um. Uh. So that that's what we want to talk about, and what is the difference between sampling, like uh, in earlier times in hip hop, throughout the '90s up to now, mm. and what is the new way people get samples now? Because what I found personally, you know, and I was just open with this, what I found personally is a lot of, and particularly new producers. First mm-hmm. of all, not everyone is really sampling like that, right? Um, for numerous reasons which we need to discuss. But one I found with most new producers, if they do sample, they're not actually getting records and sampling or even sampling from records. Right. They're actually sampling or using samples that have already been sampled or put together in sound packs. A lot of times. Mm-hmm. A or, lot of times. Or yeah. getting the... Or, or sampling current music. Yeah, or sampling yeah. the music right now in their own era. Right. Or music that, okay. So on, let, on, on that, mm-hmm. real quick, sometimes <clears throat> I feel like we, uh, let's see how I put it. Sometimes I think people from our era look at how how quickly they'll go sample something. You see what I'm saying? Differently from when we were sampling things. You see what I'm saying? Like, it, how quickly we would sample something. Like, if it came out, it had to be a certain length of time. We were, we were more into sampling old thing, old stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that ain't necessarily true, because once we started sampling jazz, we didn't know how old that stuff was. You know what I mean? Like, if it was dope, we yeah. was jacking it. Yeah, and I can tell you, for me, when I started... Like, of course, I've started buying vinyl, which is mostly obviously older, right? Right. But anything, I can tell you. What, listen, when I first really start making beats, and yeah. I was really heavy on sampling, Alicia Keys' first album, I did two beats off samples from pianos off Alicia Keys' album. Exactly at that so, time. So Nora Jones, her release at right. that time. So it didn't matter. Right. Right. I sample. Uh, I think his name was. Either Tom Dorsey, Thomas Dorsey. You remember the people make the world go round mm-hmm. off the uh, Crooklyn soundtrack? Yeah. Like I sampled that. Like I, I used to get, I sampled Mary J. Blige's voice to do something else with. You know what I mean? Like I, I mean, I, I just think just on that, on that one little thing. Not to go off on a whole tangent on it. You know what I mean? But just that one little thing that you brought up, I think it does. I think we just look at it differently, but I don't think we were any different. In that time, you know, uh, but you have to look at it this way too. We're forty years in on sampling, right? As a mm-hmm. as a genre, I mean, you don't want to say this. The pickings is slim, but you don't want to keep having to depend on going to digging the old records if you from the next generation, right? You yeah, see what I'm true. saying? Because we don't. We, I mean. <laughs> 
And, and on top of that, they're looking for a different sound than we were looking for. And that's the other thing, the sound. So the motivation for sampling and what they're trying to get is totally different. Well, maybe. Yeah. I think I think the motivation for sampling is probably a lot the same because the motivation, well, the motivation for sampling, sampling for a lot of dudes back then is because they couldn't play. Right. But I, I guess I meant for sound, sound-wise. Right. Meaning they may be looking for a specific sound. Yes. And like when we sampling, or you were sampling in 96, I say you was looking for a certain sound. Right, right. And I don't necessarily know if the guy sampling now is looking for the same sound you was looking for when you I'm sampled 96. I'm certain so, he's not. He better not be. So that's, I guess that's the part of what I'm saying, the motivation. They're looking for a certain particular right, sound. Right, right, right. Not, right. but... Yeah. Not Skill, a personal motivation. Right, but not no, personal motivation. motivation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, back to the top to the top where you started though. Cause mm-hmm. I think we like I, I started with the last thing that you mentioned. Just cause I, I think it was it, it it gave me an opinion real quick. You know what I mean? Like an instant opinion. But uh is sampling theft from a hip-hop purist standpoint, right? And this is like a purely cultural hip-hop conversation. like, And you know how segmented that is because you can have rappers that think and feel a certain way and producers think and feel a certain way. It's all really segmented. Breakers might think and feel a certain way about different things. You see what I'm saying? Uh, but from a purist standpoint, I, I know that it, it could be broken down as, as far as splitting hairs where how the sample is used could be considered could could cause a sample to be considered theft mm-hmm. in the culture. You know what I mean? Like people looked at Puff like he was stealing when he was sampling the way he sampled cuz he was kind of wholesaling whole grooves and and energies yeah. from songs and using the energy from the song before it to enhance the song that they actually own now. Uh So, but but so I so as a producer I guess do I think it's theft? Yeah. Nah, I don't think it's theft. I don't think it's. I, I think there's a couple ways to look at it, right? Okay. It's theft if if I make a beat. Say you made a record, right? Yeah. And I make a beat using your record. I sample your record and I make a beat. When I play that beat and you hear it somewhere. And you don't know it's yours, it's not theft. Even if I didn't pay you. Yeah, I get it. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm going to get to that too. Yeah, even if I didn't clear that sample and pay you. If when you hear the record that I made and you don't know it's yours, and it's not recognizable, that's not theft. Because I recreated it. I made something completely different. If it's easily recognizable and I didn't pay you, then that's theft. Mm, I agree. You see what I'm saying? That's how I would see that. Because that's that's like an interpolation. That's like a, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's a lot deeper than a sample. Because a sample is something you could, you could, is there's a lot of different ways to sample. Yeah. You could com- you completely jack something and loop it and you got just a piece of music that they created and you might add some drums and some, you know, some different things. Or you can take a sample and chop it all the way up and combine it with samples from a whole nother song, from two or three other songs Make sure that they all pitched in key, and you know what I mean. Like that's a that's a completely different cre- yeah. new creation. Yes, yes. You know what I mean. That's a new creation. That's like a montage. Right. And what you mentioned is art. That's the art of sampling. Right. That's the art of sampling. The other is uh, I don't know what do you want to call that. I don't want to say lazy sampling. No, it's the entertainment of sampling. Like entertainment that's of sampling. yeah. That's that's, that's that's a good. I mean. Because it's entertaining, and I like those songs. Like, for, for instance, right now, the song, one of everybody's favorite song from on, uh, nah, everybody's oh. favorite song from uh, 2 Chainz album right now, mm-hmm. right, is Threat to Society. You know, uh, you know I'm a threat, I'm a threat, threat, threat. Like, yeah. everybody rocking that. You're hearing it on all the commercials on NBA, you know what I mean, on ESPN and everything. And I think that's the joint Knife did, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Maybe that's a straight Teddy Pendergrass loop mm-hmm. with some decent drums. This is one of my it's my favorite song on there. But it's it it's you know what I mean. Yeah, but is that stealing? Do much to that. 
But he picked the <clears throat> perfect part to use. Nobody's ever used that. A million people have sampled that Teddy Pendergrass record mm-hmm. and made hit songs from it. But nobody's ever used that little piece that made a perfect soul sample. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he grunged it up and did it. And, and then you did you knew it was mad familiar the whole time you listened to it, but you didn't necessarily know exactly what it was until the end where he let the whole sample play out. Mm-hmm. That's art. Even though it's a loop. Yeah, I get you. Mm-hmm. So, so it's it, in a way it's done and used. Right. So yeah. it's splitting hairs. Because you can puff be like, well, that's a loop. Mm-hmm. You used it, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah, but it's, but it's different than the way, like, for instance, uh, Total Song, uh, which was, we know, the James Brown uh, Big Payback song. Absolutely. Immediately, when you hear it, it's not too much at all different. Uh-uh. You know? Uh, but, yeah, so I, okay. So that's good. But neither was, neither was, uh, neither was Please Listen to My Demo by EPMD. Mm-hmm. That's a loop from the beginning of a song. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the uh, you got to chill. That's pretty much. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? It's pretty much a, a, a loop. Like mm-hmm. it, it ain't like Puff did something new. Yeah, it had been happening in hip hop for a long time. You know. Uh, so okay, so that, uh, and I can agree with that. No. Oh, I, I got one, one, other, one other thing to yes. say about Puff. Today, I was literally, today, literally having a conversation. Didn't know this conversation was coming. Yeah. Had no, we obviously didn't know this conversation was coming, right? But uh, it might not be that obvious to the listener, but it's definitely obvious mm-hmm. to us. But today, I was listening to uh, I'm Coming Out. Well, I wasn't listening to it. It was playing. Diana Ross joint, right? And I was like, yo, this joint fire, right? But Puff joint is crazier than this. Hmm. Like, the joint with him big and made this joint is crazier mm-hmm. than this. Like, he took the most important parts of the Diana Ross song and used them joints and brought a whole new thing to life. And I was thinking, if you played both of those in a party, hmm. which one would get the craziest response? Oh, easy. Puff joint. Puff joint. Easy. If you could play both of those at a cookout. And I'm talking about across all age groups. Mm-hmm. Right now, if you play the puff joint in a cookout, his is going harder than the Diana Ross's. Yeah, for sure. He had to do some art. There's some art in there. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, I don't know. And I was literally having that conversation with myself today. Yeah. Like, which one would which one would bang harder right now? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure. But maybe I'm from the hip-hop era. My mom and them might be like, yo, that there is some trash. Put If you don't put that Diana Ross back on there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know what y'all boys is diddy bopping about. But what's, you about to, what's the next thing we got on the menu? <clears throat> well, I, I want to say, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I agree with how you placed... And define what theft is as mm. opposed to um, just the art of sampling. Right. 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 Um, now, the funny thing is, you mentioned part of when you mentioned about the theft part, you said, like, basically taking the whole loop, not doing much, mm-hmm. and putting it out, not accrediting the person, mm-hmm. that whole type of thing, right? It brought me and I pulled up the album because I remember because this is when this used to be a big argument. Mm-hmm. This used to be a big argument in, in hip hop and particularly around what year did this come out? Uh, I may have swiped out of the album, but it's you already know when I say the album. It's Moments of Truth, Gangstar album. Mm-hmm. You already know the skit with, pre, with DJ Premier. Mm-hmm. It's saying what's with you? You know what I mean? Basically, you lames that are. Giving up the sample. Giving up the sample credits, putting the name on it. Like he said, he called it, he said they were dry snitching. Yeah, they were. Putting the name out on it. Like They were. You know what I mean? Um, And I bought some of those tapes, some of those vinyls that he was talking about, the people that was doing that to him. Yeah, yeah. I bought some of those. Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted the samples. Right, right, right. (laughs) And so, and it's funny to me, I think, I think, um, 
another argument comes in where those who play out everything mm. and are anti-sampling mm-hmm. and those who sample uh, that feel like they are doing creation mm-hmm. and it is creative artistic expression, mm-hmm. but some on the other side of the fence, maybe they only play and they don't, they look at sampling as, you know, thievery. Right. And they think that it lacks integrity and um, it it lacks artistic expression. Right. But that argument that was going on that led DJ Premier to talk about what he, what he said about um, sample, <coughs> sampling on that skit, Moments of Truth, Gangstar album. But it's like uh, the argument mm-hmm. between breakdancing and those who do capoeira to me. Mm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I've, I've uh, done capoeira, which... It, when you look at it, mm-hmm. it does. It looks like breakdancing, but it's all. It has been an argument, you know, that between people who do break the breakdances, mm-hmm. people who do capoeira, that you know, you took this from us or this, that, mm-hmm. and the other. Like the breakdancers are saying they took it, mm-hmm. or the capoeira people are Capoeira-er. saying, or saying they, that breakdancers took it. Yeah, the, the breakdancers, yeah, took it. Mm. And but but in the course of breakdance is saying this is no this is our own thing it ain't the same right uh, as what you're doing but what I'm saying is like ties into kind of how the sampling and yeah. how you use it and all of, all of that right. type of thing right um, which they may have and this is it's funny because right. you 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 talking to a person who's of age enough to have done all of the elements of hip hop yes. When they were valid, like breaking and is valid now because the people keep it alive. Right, right. But, but it it's because people keep it alive. Exactly. It's not a, it's not a mainstream part of hip hop culture. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's on the fringes of what people know about hip hop, which is nuts. But um, I ain't know nothing about no damn capoeira. Well, how you say it? Uh, yeah, capoeira. Yeah, capoeira. I didn't know nothing about that when I was break dancing. Right. Mm-hmm. I ain't stole shit from no capoeira. Because I don't know about Ever. it. Ever. Ever. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, can't nobody tell me nothing about that. Because mm-hmm. I know the truth. I don't know where the first people that was breakdancing got it from. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I can't speak to that. Yeah. But you didn't take it and, and I've seen Caparero look more like fighting to me yeah. than breakdance mm-hmm. it don't look like breakdancing yeah, yeah. and this kind of coin is dance fighting it was done and this is the right. funny thing sometimes we vibe over stuff that we don't need to mm-hmm. that like traditional rap right and the, that sound versus you know new or what they call right. it mumble rap or right. whatever the game. it's melodic. almost yeah. a melodic, it's almost like that because it it was slaves fighting. Yeah, that right. it was like so. It was to the slave masters. It looked like they were dancing. dancing right. You know what I mean? Like even when b boys before they before they yeah, like spin it, on it their head, still had thing, the, it still right, had right. They yeah. do that what they yeah. call jenga, where you move around mm-hmm. before you do the move, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but they was actually training but, to fight. So, yeah. but. I can't see the how same I, I can't see going oh, can all the see way it. back. Going all the way back to early breakdancing, I can see how right. people took it that way. Because going high, going low, shooting shots over each other's head, swinging yeah, yeah, and yeah, ducking. Yeah. Like, niggas did that in hip-hop yeah. and, and breakdancing. And, and so... That, but, was, that was almost before breakdancing. Yeah. And so, but the thing is, is that instead of saying you took something, to me, it, it's really, it's just a link. Right. It's just another link in the change. Right. And someone used it to progress it in another way. Right. As opposed to stealing because the the two communities, right? Hip hop right. is origin and still largely black dominated community, mm-hmm. right? And so and the slaves. Like so yeah, essentially absolutely. the people who are descendants of slaves are the ones who come. So it makes sense. It does make sense. That it would translate into a new right. Artistic form, right? But it, it it also makes sense, and this is off the sampling, kinda, kinda, right, kinda. But it, it also makes sense that 
you could have because people are of the same energy, the same ilk, that you could have people that create something that's a lot like what you understand and what you already know, but they don't they didn't derive it from what you already know. They just created something that was extremely similar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's like, true. Like that's the that's that's the thing. Like I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know that people. And I say it like this, and, and this is kind of the, where this is. This conversation is a little bit different than sampling for me, because if the people uh, that were doing Capoeira, right, were accusing B boys of stealing a specific choreography that they came up with mm-hmm. and flipping it, like a specific choreography. I know we came up with those steps in that order, and then you just flipped it and changed it and changed the speed a little bit. And now you break dancing. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, that's what it would be if it was in a sampling way. Because yeah. that's kind of what sampling is, is. We take a specific rhythm and pattern that you already created, mm-hmm. and we flip it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, I can see how musically it's a little closer to theft because it's a little more tangible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's a little more tangible. It's 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 not so much that we're we're taking something from the culture. It's taking something, because uh, in because hip hop will sample anything. Yeah, we ain't even taking from our, anything. literally anything. Now, literally bluegrass. Yo, I sample so. <laughs> yo, I'm right now anything. because it's a song you know, and I'm a, I'm finding and put a link up. If we get enough listeners and people be like, yo, I really want to hear the song y'all talking about, right? So, Survival City, right? You know, the uh, the, the the bass tone and the pianos. Like, boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, 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 right? Mm-hmm. The bass tone and the pianos are the same exact thing, right? Same sample. I sampled it from a Chicago record. The rock group, yeah, right. Uh, that that part mm-hmm. in Survival City, I sampled that from it. That's somebody playing a dulcimer. So I, I sampled that from a Wyndham Hill record. They out of Asheville, so old like folk uh, yeah. label. So yeah. just so you know, uh, <clears throat> this is this is like some old school memory stuff. So yeah. you you played me the original where you uh, got that from before. Yeah, yeah. I was I? bugging. Oh like, wow! You that's show crazy. me where you originally got it from. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, so you know. Yeah. And in the live, that's Marvin Gaye. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they, that's one beat. Everything's in key from three different records. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's not. I don't give a damn how you paint that. You can't say that's stealing. Right. Because if I like that that dulcimer piece, that person might. Hear that beat and be like, "Yo, that's my dulcimer." I mean, <laughs> the chances of that, yo, because I played it. It's only one. It goes ding a ding a ding. That's all mm-hmm. it says. I played it. Ding a ding a ding. Ding a ding a ding. Ding a ding a ding. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way in the fuck. You see what I'm saying? They're gonna hear that one ding a ding a ding and know it's theirs. But I, but I would have if I heard those notes anywhere. I made a beat using those notes. Yeah. So they may. You, that's why that's why it could be considered theft though because the person that made it once you make it when you you know it's yours when you hear it yeah and if a person flipped it so much that you that's why I started with that if a person flipped it so much that you don't even recognize it let them motherfuckers ride dog yeah even if somebody else pull it if you didn't hear it that should be the test well that was gonna be what what would I ask next so. Should people, do you feel like, like, I guess going back to the skit where Primo was talking about, mm-hmm. people putting out stuff, dry snitching on where they was getting samples from, do you feel like when you sample something, you should, of course now today, mm-hmm. uh, we, and we're going to get to that why people trying to steer away from samples at times, but do you feel like everything you sample, you should cite it? Do I feel that way? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give you a real life okay. situation. Um, Jeru's, Black Jeru's, 
did us a super solid, man, and got in touch, got us hooked up with an A G unit, right? Mm-hmm. D Prosper. He, I think D Prosper's still doing his thing too. I don't know. I know he ain't at G unit, but I think he's still in the industry doing whatever. You know what I mean? Doing his thing. But uh, he got us hooked up with D Prosper. We started sending beat tapes to G unit. Lo and behold, one got picked, right? Yeah. Uh, if you want to Google it, it's Lost and Found Lloyd Banks. Yeah. Right? Dope. Um, when they reached out, matter of fact, uh, they reached out, finalized everything. Uh, they didn't ask for the, for the Pro Tools. They never, they never got the Pro Tools. Like we, they never had the session. They all they had was the two track, yeah, and wow. it actually went out. So whatever Dallas did in the studio on Hillsborough Street, he he worked his magic. So it was smacking. So what you hear on the record is what we sent, right? Yeah. They didn't have no sessions, so they didn't have no actual music. They asked, "Is there are there any samples on this?" Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. You ask a stupid question, you get a stupid answer. Right. So they paid us, and they went on about their business, and we went on about our business. So do I think the person that... <laughs> I, already got I, said, what I, I said all yeah. of that to say, do I think the person... Yes, I think they should get paid, and I think it should be reported, but did I report it when, it was, when, it came, when, it, when they came calling? Hell yeah. no. Right. Hell no. Hell no. It, I, and, and I'm going to tell you the guys honest truth. This is this is some industry talk, right? I did that as a work for hire. Or we did that as a work for hire, right? Yeah. Won't nobody else get no bread but G Unit. So if they're gonna come calling about it, you gotta get them. You're definitely not gonna get it out of my cut. I'm getting all of this little money that you gonna get that you gonna give me up front for this beat that I know you can ready to put on the album. Right. You see what I'm saying? So if a sample issue comes back up, I done got my little cut. Whatever the fuck y'all got to deal with, what y'all got to deal with. Because I ain't getting no royalties no way. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So that's the difference. Now, do we have... You got a label deal. Like, you got a, a deal, right? Mm-hmm. And you coming to me for beats. I'm not going to give you beats and be like, yo, ain't no samples on here. You my man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you go try to run with these shits and your label's looking at you like, bruh, how the fuck is we gonna clear all this shit? You like, clear what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, nah. I wouldn't, you know, we eating. Let's go get all of this shit cleared so that we ain't got no foolishness on the other end. That's what the fuck G Unit was supposed to do. Yeah. They listened to the beat. You asking a stupid question. Did you listen to the beat? You not understand what a sample sounds like if you it was a loop, bro. Right. Yeah, yeah. I heard the record. But you heard the record. It's a yeah. straight loop. I played everything but the sample. Like, it's got music over it, like, you know, all yeah. types of stuff. But the basis, the sample, is a loop. It's a, it's a two-bar loop, ain't it? It's a one-bar loop. <laughs> Some fucking one bar loop, bro. I sold G you the one bar loop, B. <laughs> what? Like, come on, dog. Yo. Yo. That's wild. So G you the one bar loop. How you get off a one bar loop beat, yo? That's nuts. Bro. That's ill. Well, because that's everything nuts, else that was with it, the music on top. Yeah. Yeah, the music didn't yeah. stay on one bar. Yeah, you're right. I feel you. Yeah, it was it was pretty musical for it yeah. to be a one bar loop. Yeah. Damn. But now it took your mind off of that. It took your mind off of that. That's just there for the yeah for the ride. Wow, I sold them bitches a one bar loop, yo, and it didn't. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> so I um, got my answer. Damn. I always looked at. To me, that if people think that sampling, you sampling someone, and not even dealing with giving them credit or clearing the name, but if, if my old perspective on sampling is like it was one of the illest things ever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was like for I, sure. I mm-hmm. play an instrument, right? And I, 
and I love, and I think that's dope to, you know what I mean, for all the princes out there yeah, <laughs> that play yeah, multiple, multiple instruments, instruments and stuff yeah. like that. I think that's dope and that's talented and that's creative too. But to be, and it could be in the same genre, but I'm just going to use this most of the time. Okay, you say you're using soul, R&B soul records. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or jazz or bluegrass. To listen to something mm-hmm. and listen to a record from, you know what I mean, something from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Or 60s. Or 60s, 60s or 50s. Right. Yeah. And then you just hear a little snippet of something and then from from that you can chop up, recreate, make something all together new yeah. that's super dope. Number one, my thing was is always to me is to me you getting sampled is mm-hmm. paying homage. Oh for sure. You the fact that you're getting sure. sampled is paying homage like the way I ended up, because I was strictly strictly a hip hop head. I yeah. didn't listen to nothing else. Yeah, you didn't be listen. Bad off. You yeah. be bad off. I'm glad you got so out of that. So when, yeah. but like <clears throat> sampling mm-hmm. and being around people like you, others, and watch how it actually to see someone put a beat together. That yeah. is creative. That is them playing an the instrument. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that is yeah. That's a high level of creativity. Yeah. And so, shit. Lots of the times we played the sample, right? And what, but what what it did, and this, see, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. For and this is of course for those who have arguments against people to sample. What it did when I saw, found out where the sample came from, or whatever mm-hmm. the case. Sometimes it was a parent. Sometimes it's not a parent. Right. But like I went back and listened to the people's music and had a high respect. Like so now, um, who's record? Roberta Flack. Oh yeah, she was sampled on like the Shaheem uh, Shaheem song uh, with Method Man on the hook. The Shaolin mm-hmm. style is all in me. The whole damn Al is calling. Like I love that record yeah. where they they sampled that a little bit. And it's like the very beginning when the record come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I now I just sit and listen to the mm-hmm. actual record. I would not have love and respect. I wouldn't even know really yeah. about Roberta Flack if, if it right. wasn't for digging. Right. To find samples or right. learning about certain samples. Right. And that's the truth because, like, for as popular as the Roberta Flack was during our parents' era, right? Yeah. She didn't, she wasn't one of the artists that blew to the point where everybody, everybody would still know who she is. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, her music didn't keep getting played. Yeah, I get Yeah. Like some people's did, like like you know what I'm saying, like Aretha Franklin's did, yes, for instance, yeah. So without digging, you're right. A lot of us without sampling, a lot of a lot of us in our era wouldn't know who Roberta Flack is, wouldn't necessarily know who Donny Hathaway was, except for the one him. song that everybody knows. You see what I'm saying, yeah. like or the Christmas song. Yeah. You know what I mean, like. But because of digging, people know who these artists are. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's how. So that's many one of the of ways them. I got linked to like some of the other genres. Oh yeah. Of, of music. It's oh yeah. Sampling, like, oh damn, they got this is dope. Man, you just don't know some of the some of the bands that I know about and. I could hear their influence in what's going on today, and these might be prog rock, prog rock bands, progressive rock bands mm-hmm. from the uh, from the '60s and '70s. These might be psychedelic bands, yeah. um, like these might be electronic joints like Vangelis and Vanilla uh, Tangerine Dream. Mm-hmm. And man, but if you go listen to this stuff, it's nuts. Yeah, I mean it's nuts. I mean super dope. Yeah. But you wouldn't even know who these people were if I wasn't digging in samples and like, like the Wyndham Hill, the people that was yeah, making, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have never known that they existed if yeah. I wasn't going to buy every record in the twenty five cent crate. Oh, all of these is twenty five cent a word. We leaving with all of those. Yeah, all of that. Let me get all. I don't know what's in. I don't. What difference does it make? What's right, in there? It don't matter. We are gonna go through it all and see what the sounds are. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, and that's part of the, you think the fun and adventure of. There's no way that's stealing. We don't even know what we get. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we just, I don't even know what this is. Yeah. I don't even know if it's valuable. You only steal what you see value in. I don't even know if this is valuable. Yeah. I think it's good. You mm-hmm. see, that's why you call it paying homage, though. Like, yeah. I think it's good enough to, to make a part of my creation. Right, you hear you it, know. oh man, sound good, and you do something with it. Yeah, and, and, and this is the thing. So I'm glad you said that about Roberta Flack because that's that was going to be my point. That's okay. the punchline. Some of these artists, respectfully, would have died out. Facts. You would have known nothing about Facts. most of them, a lot of Facts. them. So sampling Facts. stretched Facts. their lifeline out into the other next generation. Absolutely, because we wouldn't know. Like I me, mean, I wouldn't known. Yeah. I mean, right now, right. I got right now, right? The Biggie, Biggie mm-hmm. song where he kind of, where he debuted with on the Super Cat joint. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That joint, that sample is from Herbie Hancock yeah. and the Headhunters. I had the record at home. Yeah. And, but look, yeah. but. If they did not use that, right. I wouldn't have known who Herbie Hancock and the Headhunters was. Wow. I have that written I have that record now because of that. Okay, now that I, I get it. That's crazy. I mean, but it's only an age difference though. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Because Herbie Hancock. Let me just stop you. I learned about now, like right. someone like, but, but like I learned about a lot of these groups because of I sampling. Would, I would have only known about him because he did the uh, the thing. He he did the uh, the fucking. We all was little as hell, man. He did the um. We used to break dance to this shit. The damn, I think he did the uh 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 uh. Uh, 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 oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's when I learned who Herbie Hancock was, oh. which essentially made me go dig back in in the records. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, didn't make me go dig back in the records, but I had my dad's records later. So once I'm flipping through, I I know who that is. I'm gonna listen to this one. You know what I mean? And this is something that Diggin did for a lot of people that I don't know. Like, because we read the album credit so intently, we knew who the producers was, we knew who played bass, we knew, you know what I mean? So if I saw the person that played bass on that one, or Johnny Johnny Pate, if I saw his name on this record, and this is nuts, and then I see his name over here, oh, all, and he produced everything for this label, I'm getting every every time I see that label, I'm getting it. Yeah, you, it, It's that kind of thing. Like, when yeah. I realized that Donnie Hathaway was writing and, and he was scoring movies, now I got to go get all those soundtracks. Yeah. I need them all. Mm-hmm. Oh, they was letting, they was letting uh, Bobby Womack do movie scores. A word? I need mm-hmm. all of those. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, sampling is good for the culture. I, today's sampling. Yeah, that's what we want. Uh, it's some out there. It's some out there that's, that's nice. But like I said, this is this goes back to your statement before. Um, the motivation, right? The motivation for a dope sample to to pick a dope sample back then was to have some heat. You know what I mean? It wasn't necessarily to well, and then Puff came along and changed that because we started picking <laughs> samples for the, for the singles. But I think man, is this thing not charging? What is what? But yeah, I uh, I feel like I don't know, man. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what did happen though. I'm going to tell you what did happen. I was watching Rhythm Roulette for a while, and it was interesting. It was good. Yeah. And then after a while. Oh, I know. You, yeah, we had this conversation. It, it just it it's, got bad. It's just like it got to a point where they was just letting. Maybe it was the. But see, you can't blame. Okay. This is one of those times where you can't. You got to look past the media that's been presented to you. 
because that's media being presented to you. The producers of the show should know better than to have producers that don't primarily use samples on the show that's about using samples. Right. So if you got producers or beat makers on your show and, and it's clear that this ain't what they do, mm-hmm. then it makes it makes it look like the producers of today don't know how to do it. Yeah. When that might not be the case. But I do know that they hit a stretch of producers that didn't know what they was doing with samples. Yes. And they was making some scooter dude. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's niggas out here that's getting this that's getting loose with samples, you know what I mean? But not 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 nearly but I can I can't blame them. Mm-hmm. I can't blame them. If I can I could do both. Right? <laughs> so I'm a person that can make beats using samples and I can make beats using absolutely no samples. Yeah. Right? So I totally understand why a person would just stop using them. Mm-hmm. I totally understand it because once you're in the industry, you're 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 stuck with those samples. Cause once you the sample guy, niggas is not buying your beats without them. Which is just to chime in, um, for real. Mm-hmm. He had said, you know, people were saying, why do all your beats like? Sound the same, whatever he said. No, it's just that everybody come in and say, "Give me a beat like Jay Z had. Give me Absolutely. a beat like this." Had. He said, "I got beats with samples in it because it was it yeah. was discussion about like, this, do you have a sample?" Mm-hmm. He said, "Got a I got a bunch of beats with samples, but he said people don't want that. They want what they've heard other people use, so they come and just mm-hmm. ask for that mm-hmm. particular sound." Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, shit. The first production credit, well. I don't know if they even gave him credit for it, but his first song he produced on the major had a sample in it. SWV shit. You know what I mean? Like, like for real, his first production really had a sample in it. Yeah. That ain't even, he, he came up on Q-Tip. Of course the man know how to sample. Like, that's not a... You know, but... And I and I guarantee you, he, he want to get some of his sample joints off, but he want to get them off now that he rich. Right. But because it, it, it really, really, really does uh, from a publishing side, right? Say I got that's a what I want to get into. You want to get into that? Yeah. Okay. And this is going to tie into samples not being able to clear, having to pay money, mm-hmm. right? So that leads to a fall off in sampling. Oh, for sure. As well, for sure. But especially if you get enough producers that sign publishing deals, right? Yeah. And then they realize that. Making a beat with a sample only counts based on how much the person... Okay, once you have to clear that sample, right? Mm -hmm. Based on the percentage that they take, Mm -hmm. that doesn't count towards my deal because I didn't get nothing. You see what I'm saying? The the publishing company didn't get nothing. I didn't get nothing. I got a placement. If they take 50%, that means I I made, what, 25% towards what I did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If that math makes sense, because yeah. they gonna they whatever they, I I I get minus whatever they get right. towards my deal, towards being able to complete my agreement. And if I can complete this agreement with you, that means I can go sign another one and get another advance. Mm-hmm. I got to do a certain amount of songs. I'm only getting half songs because I'm only doing half the beat because I'm make I'm using a sample. If you haven't, you know what I mean? And if they take all the publishing, then I didn't get no credit for that one. I just did a whole beat for nothing towards my deal. That sucks. But mm-hmm. if I'm sitting here cranking out and I played everything on it, mm-hmm. I have to pay anything. I ain't got to do nothing. No, all that comes to me and my publishing company. So I'm, I'm, I'm working my way out of this deal faster. And my royalty checks are better because I ain't splitting nothing. Right. You know what I mean? So I understand. Those are it. like clear incentives. To right. not sample. To not sample. But artistically, hip hop with no samples. There's no hip hop. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, it is only so much of that I want. I'll put it to you that way. I, and yeah, absolutely. I'm okay with some. I'm okay with a lot of hip hop without samples. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there's only so much of that I want. Like at a point, I need some samples. And as a matter of fact, I need some soul samples. 
you can flip them how you flip them, but I need some soul samples. I need some, you know. But I don't, I, sampling is about to be a lost art, though. Oh, we didn't talk about sample packs and where they come yeah, from. Yeah, well, that, that's all I'm gonna talk about before we close on how does people get samples now, and then it's about sampling being a lost art. But I think part of why sampling is a lost art yeah. is because of some of what you just mentioned. Yeah, definitely. That causes people to stay clear. The business side of, of that. It, yeah. The business aspect Absolutely. is not. The business aspect is not. <laughs> it is not uh, an advocate of sampling. Nah. At all, <laughs> at all, and now everybody want what the bag. So, right. We so, stay what clear is we sampling for? Right. right. Plus, with the way, well, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't even speak to that. But um, yeah. Where they getting the samples from now, right? Mm-hmm. If you're an old head and you're a peer, you probably still buying records. Mm-hmm. And figuring out how to hail the sample off of Because everything digital is hell. Mm-hmm. But the young boys is even snatching that shit off the internet. Yep. Pure off YouTube. Off yeah. YouTube, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, just snatching that shit off the internet and hoping it click. Or they buying sample packs. Yes. Or let or getting with somebody that that, that, that can play melodies. And then they just making beats, which is essentially a sample pack, you know. Mm-hmm. But sample packs are interesting, right? Because they're they're akin to the samples that we chose back in the day because everybody's got access to them, just like everybody had access to those same albums. It's all about what store you went in and if that, you know what I mean, where you bought your albums or how old it was, but it, those, they, they exist and they're out there, mm-hmm. you know, so it was a lot more random. But the access wasn't no different. You still had access. Anybody could have walked in that store and bought that album, right? Mm-hmm. So it ain't like I had this exclusive piece of music that I was going to sample that nobody else had. Yeah. That's why I said that because. And that's the beauty of sampling. Right. But on the other side, with sample packs, it's announced that this new pack is out. Yes. And it costs this much. And if you making beats, then all of y'all come get it. And do what you do with it and let the chips fall where they may. There's no rarity in that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no rarity in that. There's some rarity in the, in the other process in, yes. the, in the in the record hunting process. I'm not mad at sample packs because business wise, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, especially for the type of music that's being created. You don't catch a lot of sample packs that's that's like soul kitchen cookups. You feel me? Like that's just gonna give you that feel. It ain't a bunch of them shits out there. You know what I mean? Like you, what you get is is a lot more digital, a lot more. You know, it's basically if you could play, if you could play, you would just play this shit. Yeah. That's all. That's really what it boils down to. So it's not really a sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a sample of what somebody else played, but it's not a sample from anywhere. Yeah. And then, and then mass, not even necessarily mass produced because they're, they're digital files. Mm-hmm. So you just download the waves and cook up. Drop them bad boys in, chop them up how you want to or not, and and let it roll. But that means you got tens, you got thousands of people with this same sample pack. Yeah, and, you know. But we had thousands of people with that album. Right, and I was gonna say that um, about the album. This is how I feel like no. Sampling, and it's a good example to prove that sampling isn't theft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I can give, I can pick 20 producers, mm-hmm. give all 20 producers the same record and tell them to, and just, and they, and make them even use the same song. Mm-hmm. And I can le- tell them they got three hours to come up with something. When I come back, I know I'm getting 
30 different, I say 20 or 30. 20, 20. I know I'm getting 20 different beats. Now, these are good producers mm-hmm. that can both play and sample. Mm-hmm. I know I'm getting 20 different unique fire. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, how is it that <laughs> you can continuously, for all of this time, right. people sampling, but still making something completely different, different completely from the next different. Person. From the next person. That's what proves that it is an art and individual unique oh, yeah. expression. Oh yeah. Oh, it's definitely that. It's definitely that. It's it's a recreation. It's a um it's exactly what it is. It, it's a sample. It's not a I put it to you this way. When somebody comes steal your car, right? If they take your tires, they didn't steal your car. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? If somebody come in your house and steal your TV, they don't take a little bit of your TV. They take the whole damn thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's theft. You know what I'm talking about? Like, that's yeah. theft. We we taking a little bit. We might take a couple pixels off your, off your 1080p. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. might get a couple pixels from you. <laughs> but we're going to paint a whole nother screen. Right, right. Most times. Yeah, most and, time. and even when it ain't blatantly a whole nother screen, a lot of times it's, the, the people react to it like it's a bigger and better screen. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we take a couple of pixels and a lot of times you get a bigger, better screen than what you started with. Yeah. And we only take a little piece of what you had. We don't even take the whole, we don't take what you said most of the time. Kanye. Yeah. That nigga take everything. When he comes sample you, if he paying for your sample, nigga, he getting it all. He singing your words. Mm-hmm. He might even come ask you to come get on the track with him. And for real. <laughs> yeah. He did that shit to Bon Iver. Like, he mm-hmm. sampled the nigga and was like, yeah, yeah, but I need him here. Come on through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, damn, bro. And then switched the man's words up and had him re-sing it for his own shit on Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah. That's a sample for your ass. Yeah. You know, uh, Oh no! I put it there. It's it's, and then I guess we gotta close soon too. But Kanye is one of those people. That the way he makes his music, he presents them shit so you don't even understand that you're listening to a sample, even if he just wholesale jack somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he presents like God. What what is that? Uh, Ghost Town. Ghost Town. Oh, Ghost yes. Town. Yes. <clears throat> and those are like that's a that's he didn't do much. He hip hopped it. He added some punch and they, yeah. you see what I'm saying and the and the the harmonies and but the beat like the energy. But the first time you hear, it, you ain't think about no damn sample. Right. That's not what you think about. You just, you hearing the song. And the first time, uh, you know, so I think that's what, what, what hip hop is good at and, 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 and sampling. That's what we, that's what we brought to the world is being, like you said earlier, is being able to listen to an, an album or a record and hear that one piece of music, mm-hmm. being able to connect to that one little piece of music. Or this one little theme that's in this record, and tie these themes together in a in a in a different way than it was ever inter in, 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 You know what I'm saying? Inter- yeah. uh, Intended. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the beauty of it. That's what makes it not theft, dog. Yeah. Because I there was never an intent for it to be what it was when I sampled it. Right, 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 right. And everyone's not good at sampling. Hell nah. Hey, hey, no. So that just furthermore proving that it's an actual art in a way hmm. uh, to go about doing it. There's a way that I am good at it, and a way that I'm not as good at it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like just thinking about the beats that I enjoyed over my career. Yeah. Um, sample beats. There's a. There's a. I'm better at the more eclectic artsy way of sampling mm-hmm. than I am the trying to sell a beat yes sampling 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can make a banger either way. You know what I mean? Like, but I think the art, like the the music, is better. Yeah. When I when I'm just being free and letting the sounds come from wherever the sounds need to come from, and I'm putting them together and I'm cooking up a stew, and what's finished is a new creation completely. Versus getting most of the samples from this record because this record needs to have the right amount of changes and you see what I'm saying and the hook needs to be here I need to be able to use this part for this and this part for that you know what I mean Mm -hmm. that's a little bit more technical a little bit it ain't actually more technical it's it's just a little bit different process it's a little less uh, soulful even though most times you're sampling soul music when you're using that process yeah yeah but sampling is a lost art man it is. It is. So much so that when you listen to an album and it's got a few joints on there with great sample beats, they're relished. And some people will say that's old. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like, say this it, is. it is. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It is. It, it's a it's a holdover. It's it's a holdover from another era. It's just like when you get somebody like an Anthony Hamilton. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he's a relic. He ain't even from. He not from the era that he's in. He's from yeah. a prior era, but he fits here because he's so good. That's what a good sample beat is now. <clears throat> right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's from a different era, but if they're so good. That when you hear one is done right, you gotta give it up. Yeah. It's like an Anthony Hamilton. It's like a, you know what I'm saying? I can't even think of too many artists that Bilal. You see what I'm saying? It's like motherfuckers that can show, do soul music yeah. in today's time. Yeah. You know, like those motherfuckers, they holdovers. They not, they, they, they are dated. That's mm-hmm. not even what music sounds like now. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but it's good ass music. So when you hear it, you gotta give it up. That's what her is now. You know, the artist her, that yeah. sing, like Summer Walker is in that vein a little bit. I fought with her too. I was like, word. I know she was that dope. But um Yeah. So that's that's what that's what the, the, the traditional sample so but in that we talking about East Coast. Yeah. What, what me and you sitting here mentioning right now is yeah, East Coast, Coast is East Coast sampling. That's definitely dated. Mm-hmm. That's definitely dated. Uh, the way South music flips samples ain't necessarily as dated as the way East Coast do it. And West Coast, they rarely use samples unless it's a real, real major artist. Yeah. A lot of times, you, I don't hear a lot of samples in their music. No, <laughs> you don't. Not in this era. Yeah. Yeah. The era before was full of samples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of them. All of them. All the artists. Everybody except Quick. Yeah. And then Drake finally called on, and but he started replaying samples. He still wasn't playing original music. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like he was. They won't. He won't sampling that shit. But he was damn sure replaying it. Yeah. You know. Uh. But I don't know, man. I hopefully this won't too much all over the place for him, man. But I I enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, no, I enjoyed. I always like talking about samples in production and hip hop. So anytime you want to bring one of these topics up, I'm down. Yeah. But uh, you think we did enough on this one? Yeah, I think we did enough. It's one that we may have to come back to. Yeah. Uh, with more people. Yeah, I think mix that would be of fun. Producers and yeah. you know what I mean to have and musicians and, and musicians yeah. to get their put and then you know. Get their take on all of it. Yeah, I think that'd be yeah. dope. Yeah, we just set a little groundwork and then let them come through and yeah. you know what I mean. But uh Yeah, so like we usually do, man, we're gonna ask y'all to go wherever you listen to your podcast. I don't care if it's Apple Music, Stitcher, um, Google Podcasts, um, Podbean, Castbox, anywhere you can listen to your shows, man, and make sure you subscribe to Conversate for a few. Share the show with your friends. Leave a review and rate the show so, you know, we'll know we got some love out there. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Conversate for a Few. Uh, 
I'm going to say it again because I ain't said it in a long time, man. Stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch, yo. Uh, <laughs> Stay tuned, Marie. We out here. Yeah, we out here. You know what I mean? But uh, this has been the episode, the last episode, the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This was not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This is a podcast about hip-hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome. Man, they had to send me. Hustle from Raleigh. Live from NC with your host, John and Allen. Relate to the two. You are now listening to Conversate for a few. Check it on SoundCloud. Debate with your crew. They talking hip-hop from the late to the new. From July till June end. No Fridays for me. Tune in. Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few.